Welcome, everybody, to the Loud and Drunk Podcast. This is Dan. Unfortunately, we are missing Moses. He's not going to be joining us for this episode. So we'll be doing this podcast down a man, granted a very short man, but we wish him well and hope he gets better because he's just not feeling too well. But, Justin... When Moses is away, politics will play. Absolutely. Hey, listen, Mojo Jojo. Hey, buddy, we love you. But uh, we get it's not your night, so we're going to get a little wild in the political aisle this evening. Absolutely. And I figured that this is a great time for us to kind of explore and give the audience a little bit of a sneak peek into some other kind of spinoff podcast that we are that we've been discussing. So one of those was an L&D politics podcast. Absolutely. So. Maybe if you guys like this, let us know. And if you enjoy it, maybe you'll hear more about it down the line. And also, guys, like engagement, good, bad, and different, just let us know. Yeah, if you don't yeah. like the if you don't like the episode, let us know. We'll just <laughs> not do it. Yeah, don't waste exactly time. right. <laughs> we we're here to generally serve you and to have a good time. So if it's not your jam, let us know. But if this is your jam, absolutely let us know. And if we got to do it one way or the other, it'll happen. So engagement, absolutely. My name is Pete, and uh, I've drank an awful lot of whiskey today. So here we are. Wow. Yeah. It's been a long time coming, folks. Friend of the show, Pete's here. Yeah, Friend here. of the show, here. Pete, yeah. back in been, action. Been drinking for a while. Yeah. Probably drank a half a bottle of whiskey today. In, in typical we're going, Pete we're going strong. Yeah. boy, Making it work. Glad I to think, have you here I tonight, I think Pete. I need some water, but, um, but I see that there's none available here. Oh, there's that jug right in front of me, actually. Well, it's yeah. it's the Loud and Drunk podcast, <laughs> yeah. not the Loud and Hydrated <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, that's so fair. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, then. I'm extremely dehydrated. <laughs> good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. At least somebody finally followed the brief. Yeah, no, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. We're doing it live, guys. But you, our gentle listener, you should remain hydrated. And before we get started with the podcast proper, I want to encourage you. Oh, I actually, I, I would like to interrupt you right here because I actually would like to read this sponsorship today. Oh, okay. uh, oh wow. I, I was I was fundamental in getting this one. <clears throat> so if I may, do you have a medical emergency that you're embarrassed to share? Don't want your wife to know? Maybe you don't want your name on record at the hospital. Well, then Caltagirone Underground Surgery is the medical team that you need. Whether you're at home or holed up in an abandoned motel on the outskirts of town, their trained professionals come to you. From gunshot wounds to a toy train locomotive stuck up your ass, no job is too big or too small for Caltagirone Underground Surgery, now serving the entire tri-state area. What a great get. Yeah. I, I, one of the reasons that I was really happy to make this, make this, uh, basically get these guys on board yeah, as far yeah. as sponsorship goes, is that I genuinely thought, and this goes out to the listeners as well, this is one that we can actually use. I mean, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. We yeah, can yeah. actually use this one. I, I, I don't want to cite the times that I could have used no, this listen, or we, give we, the details of we that. We have all agreed we don't talk about that locomotive yeah. incident. No, and I don't want to talk about it now, <laughs> though I do still have some on-air grievances about it, but, um, but that's a conversation for another day off air. That said, this is this is the type of thing where legitimately it comes up. You've got some sort of a medical emergency that you don't necessarily want the whole world knowing about. And this group, Caltagirone Underground Surgery, they can get the job done for you and nobody's going to know. Do they and offer physical therapy? I, I want to say yes, but I, I don't know the honest <laughs> answer to that. Well, so I don't want to double but down. What on I will it. say, I mean, and listen, folks, we looked at the metrics and like our listeners are hardworking, blue collar Americans. Absolutely. And, you know, our our system is like 
just not very advantageous if you're injured yeah. at home or at work or at play, you know, and this is such a good sponsor, yeah. such good. If get. you've Thank got, you. yeah, if you've got, I mean, any one of these things that they're able to take care of. And, and again, it's from, you know, the highs to the lows. It's something inside of you, be it, you know, a bullet or otherwise. You have to go to the hospital, you know, on, on whatever your local highway is, and you're going to sit there and you're going to wait in a waiting room for hours, maybe. They're going to go through your insurance. The police will know. Maybe you don't want that to be a yeah. thing. You know, maybe you don't want anybody knowing about it. The Those docking of boxes are snitches. That's what exactly, I heard. Exactly, yeah. These people, these trained surgeons, they're going to show up wherever you are. You give them an address, they're there. You text it over, right? This is as easy as it could be. You text the address to them, and then you've got one or more, depending on your particular situation. If it's a simple as a locomotive somewhere's inside your body, that's a one-man job. If you've got, you know, like a, a sucking chest wound, obviously they're going to mm. bring a team in. The bottom line is that they can reach you wherever you are within the tri-state, and they're going to take care of that. That that object that doesn't belong in there, they're going to get it out. They're going to stitch you up. You're going to be okay at the end, and nobody's going to know. You pay them in cash, that's the end of it. And, I, and like, I'm not, I wasn't going to mention this, but I've used them before, mm. and I can speak to it that that this is this is a quality operation. And you know what, they didn't shame you. And no, I, there I was think no you would say, I know I've taken this away from you, but don't go past the smokestack, folks. No, no, that I mean that is true. That is true. But we get ambitious sometimes, and you know, and I that's mean, what they're there for. Exactly. Yeah. When you're when you're chasing that dragon, as it were, you know, the dragon inside of you. I mean, mm. um, you know, sometimes you get a little bit over over, you know, a little bit rambunctious, as it were. And, um, and they fix that problem for you. And, and again, no shame. You know, you can see it a little bit in the eyes, but, you know, it's, that's all right. That's to be expected because I deserve that. But, um, yeah, no, it's a, I think this is a worthwhile one. I was very, very excited when they decided to sponsor such a us. Such a great get, such a great company. Just uh, repeat yeah. their information again. Yeah. Uh, uh, that is, that is Caltagirone Underground Surgery serving the entire tri-state area. They do it all. They do Thank it all, you. Folks. Thank you. No really? job too big or too small. And I'd also like to encourage our audience to subscribe to this podcast. We are on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and Rumble, everywhere else you get your podcasts as well. If you are on YouTube and Rumble, smash that like button, leave us a comment, share this video with your friends, and get in on the conversation by joining us on social media at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If I, if I could just poke it and say one thing, like, even if you don't like us, and that's all right. Like, we're not for everybody, but just, like, shout us out. Like, scream at us. That's yeah, fine. Just that's engage. And, yeah. like, we just like the attention, baby. It's just going to be people who are ashamed <laughs> that they, that, like, we all enjoy having a, a, a toy locomotive inside of us sometimes. Well, some people, and the people just... who The people who say negative things about this are people who are ashamed of it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. It feels pleasurable sometimes. It's not an everyday thing, but you do it when it feels right with your partner, sometimes by yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. And the fact that you want to like shame us for that that's you know maybe maybe turn that you know back on yourself look in the mirror a little bit and think about your own choices and why you're ashamed to enjoy a little bit of train play well, life life <laughs> life is a learning experience and you keep learning to the day you die so new experiences are always welcome try it out oh that might be the name of the episode train play <laughs> But you know what? Trains keep rolling. But you yeah. know what wasn't rolling recently? Mitch McConnell, Ooh. Oh, yeah. who Ooh. froze not once, but twice. And we're all wondering, why the hell is he still in office? Yeah, he yeah. gets that full blue screen shit going on. <laughs> it's, 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 it's incredible. So 
What we're going to do is we are going to watch the first yes. freezing incident and we are going to react to it. Because mm-hmm. have you guys seen this before? I, I have seen this one. Okay. And then there's the more recent one. Yeah, I yeah. have not seen the most recent And by the time yeah. this episode is released, he's probably will have frozen <laughs> uh, a third like or four or yeah, five yeah. more times. Yeah. All right. So without further ado, Let's here is Mitch McConnell, otherwise known as- This is going to- I just want to say, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just want to predicate this by saying I know how awkward this is going it's to be. So uncomfortable. Because you don't realize what 30 seconds of silence <laughs> is yeah. until you actually count it down with yeah. your friends. But go ahead. <laughs> Here is Cocaine Mitch slash the turtle. <laughs> it's funny that he's called Cocaine Mitch, by the way. It is. It's only like, oh, there, there yep, there it is. There Full he blue is. screen. And it's funny when he talks, it's only the bottom right corner of his mouth moves. Now, yeah. Pay attention to the people in the background. Oh, they're, how they're uncomfortable like, they are. Watch the eyes. Yeah. They get more up. Yeah, here, <laughs> finally, finally, somebody, anybody comes in. They'll be like, oh, shit, he's not. Are you not with your uh, your niece right now? It's hilarious. It's like a sixty year old man helping a, a what a ninety year old man get off stage. He it's, is well, eighty one years old. So all right, he doesn't if, look a day over. If 90. I can make a very obscure reference to looking at Mitch McConnell in this uh, segment here, uh, I think it was the the first X Men movie that had like the center that could turn into like a water, like just water. Oh, like, I remember oh, that. He like yeah. melts away. That was solid. Yeah. He's, he's so like no just pun wet. Intended, I guess. Yeah. That's what I see when I look at Mitch yeah. McConnell. Well, he's, here, just he's melting and is melted yeah. and wet. Yeah. It's it's it's. Odd. I don't know. It's difficult to even really talk about this man. Runs the country in a way. We're all yeah, Americans here. He is arguably the most powerful Republican. Yeah, I, I would yeah. agree. At this time, I would yeah. Agree, yeah. I mean, besides Trump, you could argue that either way. Well, the but. difference would be uh, like, Trump doesn't really command the amount of money that the Republican Party needs. Oh, so, like, that's true, yeah. Mitch McConnell yeah. should have probably lost like a race 20 years ago. Oh, but yeah, he, yeah. He, no, he commands being, the yeah. money side of the Republican. So like, even to Republicans, Donald Trump is like an outsider. He is like something. Yeah, they don't fund him directly. He gets as that as far as like a Republican, what you would consider like a Republican Republican. Mitch McConnell's the fucking guy. Yeah, a system Republican. Yeah, yeah. establishment like yeah. the most establishment of establishment Absolutely. Republican. There's, yeah. there's no better way. To yeah, put this that. is the guy. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, yeah he is the guy. And yeah. if he, because I think he's up for election. He is. He's, he's always up for election, and he always wins. Well, I mean, he's nobody a, can a, run against. He's a senator. Those only happen every. Six years. Right, right, oh right. my God, what kind of a country is this? Six years? I thought it was four. All right. All right, let's get into the next one. Let's here, take yeah. a look. This is the most recent one now, depending if you're listening to this like a you know a few months down the this road. This one's rough because it's so much longer. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. this is only a, it's oh, half God. the time the first clip was. I have so not seen this one yet. I haven't so. seen it either. So yeah. let's let's dive in. Here's Mitch McConnell freezing again. Oh, this is oh, unfortunate. Jesus. This is unfortunate. Oh, God, oh. it's just so sad. Well, at least this person jumps right in. Well, I think they have that now. Like, yeah, they ha- like after yeah. the first time. Oh, oh but he's God. still frozen he after is, she He's not even blinking. He's not even responding to. He's not even responding to her. That's. Oh, God. That is rough. I mean, my bottom line about it is that for he's got flaws, and I agree with that. <laughs> but the bottom line is that do you want to trust the United States government to teenagers? That's the, <laughs> that's that the, the only uh, option. That's the alternative. You're 18. If if you want to entrust it to to kids, to just children, we just have toddlers now, just making decisions for us. Then fine. I mean, I don't agree with you, Dan. I don't agree with that. I think that we should have seasoned veterans 
and I choose my words carefully here. No, you seasoned, didn't. No, you didn't. Seasoned <laughs> <at> veterans. <laughs> Salty veterans? Yeah. Uh, um, can I uh, throw in a quick interstitial just based on the age thing? Yeah. You have a lot of states looking to put the voting age at like even close to like 25 in some places. That was what uh, one of the Republican candidates, Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Yes. Uh, right. Uh, there you go. Like yeah. said, like it should be the voting age should be 25. Yeah. Which, I completely agree. I mean, it's not. Here's the problem with that. Right. Um, Republicans are always so short sighted <laughs> because everything they're like, oh, let's do this always comes back to bite them in yes. the ass. Like, well, yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't think that it needs to be about politics or the two parties. The bottom line is that this is a democracy, and that means that everybody gets a right to vote, but they should be educated and qualified to vote. That's the most important oh, so factor. So you're a backer of that science saying uh, the human brain isn't fully formed until you're mid-20s. Exactly. Uh, well, your brain needs to be formed by, by the definition of politicians so that we know that your vote is worthwhile. <laughs> Otherwise, like, anybody can vote, and that's not democratic, you know? Oh. I want, right, right. <laughs> I want to live – I think that that's something that we're all about, right? This is America. We believe in democracy, and everyone should have a voice. Everyone should be allowed to vote. And here we are letting people just make decisions for us even though they have no real interest. Well, let's call it no, just not people because they're not people yet, They're right? not people because oh, they're not people right. yet. I exactly, see, see, exactly. See, yeah. Now, I'm not talking about aborting them because that's obviously a crime. <laughs> but I'm saying that, that – Only if in you're certain not, states. Yeah. If you're yeah. not – well, listen, you know, it's, <laughs> states rights above everything. But uh, – <laughs> but it, you should you should absolutely have some sort of a knowledge of our system. You should have been a citizen of this country. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna just off the cuff right here. You should have been an American citizen for at least 30 years before oh, you're oh, allowed. Wow. Even to yes, choose. you're I mean, going yeah, above. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, yeah now it's and 30. I mean, and I mean a citizen exactly because I mean, uh, like I'm just speaking. I'm I'm 38 years old, right? Mm -hmm. And it's taken me a long time to really appreciate and understand what it is to be an American, and I'm goddamn proud of that, right? But I don't think that. You know, you've been a citizen, you know, you've been an American for 10 years. And obviously that begins at 18 um, when you properly become your own person. So from 18 forward, we begin counting the years. And that is how it should be, because otherwise we're just letting anybody. Anybody can just cross the border and we don't know how long they've been here. And now they're they're electing in people for us. And I don't believe in that. I think that you should absolutely have to be a citizen. You should have to be of age. You know, I don't want children having these things happen to them. You know, that's not right. Wait, Being forced to take on <laughs> their children. <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? The responsibility of voting. I, I, I don't want them to be forced to grow up too quickly. And <laughs> and that's what it is. I think that 20-year-olds, 21-year-olds, and so on and so forth, they should be allowed to enjoy their childhood. And some people are trying to force uh, this adulthood on them. And I, I honestly don't think that it's right. Huh? I think that it should happen when you're mature enough to do so. And that's when you should be allowed to vote at about 35 years old. You just talk that's so fast. So I'm going to interrupt you here. <laughs> so allow me to play a little bit of devil's advocate to your situation here. Okay. So I'm going to listen our, to you, but our, I won't understand. Uh, I know <laughs> that, and I know it's futile, but I will do my best. Our uh, young men and women who go into service. Mm -hmm. God at, bless them. You know, <laughs> 18 years 18 old. 18 years yeah. old. Sometimes 17. Sometimes, Sometimes 17. 17. Exactly Sometimes 17. Right. God bless them. And they're, they're allowed to can't even drink yet. They're allowed to go die for our country, and what a great honor. An Not honor it is. They're allowed to have yeah. a say in... Well, the they future. they do have a say through all of us. Oh, we, oh by proxy. By proxy, we oh. vote on their behalf. I mean, like I, I again, I think I speak for all of us, uh, all God fearing Americans. We vote with them in mind, 
And that's, that's really the key to democracy, isn't it? That we are allowed to choose who we want to then send these kids into battle oh, to right, die for right. us. And that's, that's what it is. I in think our that, hearts and yeah, in our souls, we yeah. just, but by proxy, deliver for yeah. them. But like some people, you know, like, I don't know if it's Democrats or not, but some people just want like any kid off the street, you know, like fucking 17, 18, 19 years old to be able to vote. And then like all of a sudden, you know what happens? What happens? They're, they're not the ones who are going to fight anymore. <laughs> no. You know, they're going to vote for old people to go and fight. Now, you know what happens? Now we're losing wars. And what happens when America <laughs> loses wars? Because we're sending fucking geriatrics like Mitch McConnell out there. He has to go and fight. You think that guy can carry a fucking <laughs> rifle? No, he can't. He can you want to send, you want to send a 17 year old or an 18 out, 18 year old out there. He's spry. He's trained. He's in his peak physical fitness. He's going to go out there and he's going to live or die by the American way. If you send out Mitch McConnell, he's going to die immediately because this man does not know how to fight. Hey, not even yeah. by like uh, enemy fire. He's going to no, fall yeah. off He's just going to fall over and die. Yeah. And you know what happens then? You've got this geriatric out there. He's never fucking lifted a tool in his life. He was born rich. He does not know how to fight in a war. Unlike kids, you know, like us, mm -hmm. uh, okay. just like just fucking regular people, right? Uh -huh. Regular yeah. people who the know regs, how to kind of like regs, scrap by a little bit, yeah. right? Mitch McConnell doesn't know that. He was born rich. He does not know how to handle these things. He's going to get out there. We're sending a bunch of Mitch McConnells now. They're all just like oh, fucking God. old rich people. They're all going right? to jowl the death? Yeah. And then you know what happens? Then the fucking terrorists win. And you know what happens? They come back over here and they kill all the kids, which is against exactly the thing that we were trying to prevent. We're trying to keep kids safe. And the way that we do that is by sending our best and brightest into battle because they're the ones who are able to win this war. And people like Mitch McConnell are the ones who understand that. Well, Pete, I didn't know you were so passionate about this topic. It's extremely and, passionate. Uh, and uh, you know what? Now I see how cyclical it is. It really is. How yeah. the, the Mitch McConnells of the world actually truly bring yeah. the homegrown the, terrorism the, back to The uh, best way to keep this country safe is by killing this country. Mm. And some people like Mitch McConnell really understand that. And young people don't. And that's why they should not be allowed to vote. I think young people understand that just as well, too. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know that, Dan. I mean, I don't know what experience you've had that would lead me to believe that. <laughs> but it also isn't just Mitch McConnell. No, it's not. There, there's several. There's several. Many. There's the president. Oh, Joe there's Biden. The president is, himself. He's, he should be out there feeding the squirrels on a park bench somewhere. You have Dianne Di Feinstein. Feinstein, who, who is... gave away power of attorney to, like, who was it, her daughter? I think it's her daughter. And, like, straight up, like, call it what it is. Look at her. She's the fucking crypt keeper at this yeah. point. <laughs> it's, it's just straight up, like, if... I'm sorry, but, like... And even, I'm not even going to say this, like, if you're like a Trumper dude, he's old as fuck, too. He's holding it together, so I'll give you that. But, like, he can't do it all that much longer. I can't expect that. You get into, like, your late 70s, 80s, I'm sorry, dementia sets in, Parkinson's fucking... Not whatever. when you're a politician. Oh, no, no, you're a... You're, not when you're a politician. Uh, oh, yeah. right, I, I forgot. What you're, what you're, you're exempt. Normally, normally you would be right, and normally I would agree with you. But when you're an American politician, you're not a regular person. You're better than regular people. Oh, you mean you get upgraded. I forgot <laughs> yeah. about that. You're just yeah. better than other people. And that's why you're not getting it. And that's understandable because you're probably ignorant compared to them. And I do forget that and I apologize. So I'm going to use small words here, but they are just better people than us. And uh, that's well, that's mean, really what I want to convey I to mean, the listener right now. how do you get to be over 90 years old like Diane Feinstein? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Oh my God, just a bag of skin. <laughs> yeah, that's her. <laughs> that's her. Yeah, yeah, that's her. That's uh, her like three years ago. Yeah. yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, in 2021. <laughs> the last three years have not been kind. No, I'll no, just let you no, know. And this no. is a is a California Democrat. California, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, wow. and, and Peter, I think you have a, an incredibly valid argument for a certain mindset. Yeah. And respect, respect. I'm just tired of old fucking geriatrics. Yeah, I don't understand. First of all, there you go, Furious. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. Let me check on that real quick. <laughs> Please, Dan, continue. Yeah, they have, like, I understand, like, you've you've built up, that this, this is the problem with the career politician mm. aspect, because you come into um, a position of power, of uh, you hold an office, and you never give it up. Or well, you know, you move on to the next one. For I'll give an example for us locally. Our representative has been in the House for twenty-two yes terms. Yes, he has. He's a he's a what's his name? Chris Smith. Chris Smith. He's like yeah. a he's um a Bush Republican. Yeah, Bush but Republican been, by all by all rights. But yes. he's been there for twenty-two terms. Term limits, people. Like just God damn. Can, get can these I people can I share here. a weird interstitial? Yes. So. The thing about Chris Smith is that he's a goddamn fucking chameleon. Mm. And this is what has led to his longevity. So when I was a union officer very early on in my job, uh, unions typically associated with Democrats. Yes. Chris Smith. And now, granted, I'm in a very different position. I'm a federal employee in a federal employee union. Chris Smith always went to bat for us. Mm. And he knew how to get certain large swaths of quasi blue collar people under yeah. his belt. That's the key to his success. Yeah. He's a panderer like a panderer you've never seen before. Good politicians yeah. are panderers. Exactly. Yes. Right. You, you say to. anything. Especially yeah. in this state. Yeah. You have to because it's mostly a blue state. Well, it's, no one knows how to run in this state other than Christmas. It's, it's yeah. everywhere, I yeah. would argue, though. I think that it doesn't really matter what the state is. It's that, yeah, sometimes you've got states like New Jersey mm -hmm. where they there's a mix of things. We flip flop. We flip flop. Yeah, you need it's a very diverse, careful. very small state. But the truth of it is, is that, like, if I asked anybody, any one of you guys mm -hmm. or, like, somebody off the street to run for office, then the bottom line is that the way to win it is that you just tell people what they want to hear. Yes. But you don't do it. You know, you well, only you do, it do it if it benefits well, you. Well, look yeah. how Christie in his gubernatorial days was so popular. Yeah. He went on the local radio stations, did open houses on, like, Saturday, Sunday yeah. for questions. And he – people – love a straight talker look at trump yeah. it's the same similar fucking thing a no nonsense i'm going to tell you how it is kind of guy yeah and that's what you get when you have a bunch of corrupt politicos before them yeah yeah because it's, they're so tired of like the mcconnell's and the feinsteins yes. and the and the biden's that are yeah. just stuff what you yeah what it is is that it's it's the decay of of the politic it's yeah. that this this system that we've got in this country is that you've got one where everybody is kind of embedded in it all these politicians are there it's a system it's a machine they rotate through and people are very much so i think no matter what side of the aisle that you find yourself on if any at all they you're tired of it and um and that's very understandable i find myself in that boat as well but the easiest way to get elected is that you just it's like it's like anything else where you know you basically you go up there and you go i would love to take some questions and somebody says to you what are you going to do about climate change which implies that they care <laughs> about climate change yeah. so you just respond well, by saying climate change is a big problem and i'm gonna do things about it you always got to make sure you don't do quite the point too. Yeah, right, yeah. right right yeah. right, right. i'm gonna out a little 
little bit. Yeah, I'm making moves only, to get rid only of to the knuckle. Yeah. yeah, never beyond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you just do that with anything. Yeah. What are you going to do about the underfunded military? Oh, I care about the military. I believe that the military should be better funded than it is. What are you going to do about to do about China? Well, China is a big problem for the United <laughs> States. I'm going to really focus on the China problem. America's the greatest country in the world. You can Meanwhile, do all here. You're ordering yeah. from Temu. Yeah. What do you yeah. what do you what do you think about potatoes? Potatoes are a very important <laughs> crop for America. I believe in potatoes. We love and Idaho. I, I believe in potato farming, and Idaho is the greatest the country in this of country. <laughs> and you just you can do it with anything, and it works because. And this is the sad part of it. And I'm I'm sorry for all of us because I'm not a very smart person. <laughs> but um, but it's because we're idiots. That's really what it comes down to. When somebody tells me something I like, I tend to want to agree with it's them. It's a it's a mass appeal. Mm-hmm. It's mass appeal, and it's easy. And like I've always in my head, and this is something I've had to like rectify myself. I'm like, oh, these people are lazy. They don't want to look further than the the upfront thing. It's not lazy. It's, it's not just lazy, yeah. acceptance. Yes. yes. When you see something that appeals to your line of thinking, you grab onto that because it's so chaotic. None of us actually truly want to deep dive into this. Bullshit. And you shouldn't have to. The whole reason that you have elected officials, the whole reason that humans invented government is because you need people to make big decisions for the large group that you choose you to belong to. You need some sort of order. Yes. Otherwise, you just you don't have a society yeah. at all. So, exactly like, right. Yeah, and the, and the bottom line is that being a politician, which is really like being a leader, whatever you want to call it, like you're making decisions for other people, it's the same as any other job. You occupy your time with it. And because you're doing your job, you're a producer on this show. You're working for the man, right? I have my job. Everybody's got their fucking job. And so you don't have the time. This notion that we should all like be reading the fine print on every fucking terms agreement that's handed out or every fucking congressional letter that gets dished out to them. Well, that's not your job. The whole reason that you have a government is because you've elected, and especially in in a country like this one where we call it a democracy, the idea is that you've elected a person that now their job is to do that because you don't have the time to do it. You're going to go and work your fucking job. You're going to go and shovel coal. You're going to fucking do whatever the fuck it is that you're doing that keeps this society running. And their job is to read that fucking fine print and then act on your behalf in terms of the law. And the problem is that there's no accountability with that. If you have a job where you You have to go fly. Yeah, exactly. If you have to go and fucking whatever, work a register or you have to go and fucking shovel dirt, whatever the fuck your job is, if you don't do it or you don't do it well, then someone will fire you eventually. You'll get in laid mo- off. In most yes. cases, yes. yeah, your your hours are cut, something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. When they get that job, there is no obligation for them to do it, and if, that means that they don't do it. If they get fired, like they get voted well, out, right. they can just move on to the next higher they office. They just segue into a yeah. different job. Well, yeah. it's, it's, there's it's, no reason why Chris Christie should be running for president. No, King yeah. Fupa? No, absolutely yeah. not. <laughs> but uh, it is something – I'm a government employee. Much to my chagrin, most of the fucking time. But that's how government works. You yep. fuck up, you get moved laterally and then up. Yep. That's all yep. that fucking happens. Yeah, yep. it's bullshit. It's the same bullshit. thing in the Navy. Yeah. Same thing in the Navy. You and just, this you is do bullshit. And this then is all the of a sudden you get like moved up into a, a exactly. spot. This is the frustration that people have because it's a disconnect between what people consider to be real life, mm-hmm. where there are consequences for your actions, and what the government does. And the difference between it, the material difference, is that 
when you are the government, you get to write that rule however you want. The same way as if you were able to work a job, but you got to write the rules of what that job was, and there was no consequence to it, then the reality of it is most of us would never actually work. You might be bored as shit, but you would not actually do your own job. Let me run this by you guys real quick. Please. Uh, because it'll segue into something we were talking about bef uh, before we started recording. I think one of the bigger problems with how it, there was always a problem, but especially in modern times, like, you know, in the last 20 years. Sure. Is that the political aspect, uh, especially on television, has become more like sports where it's like, oh, 100 percent. You watch, like, let's say you're watching the coverage of the election, and it's like a, you're watching pregame for it's a game that never happened. It's become entertainment. And it yeah. becomes entertainment, yeah. and then also everyone becomes like, oh, I'm on the Trump chain, or vote blue no matter who. Right. You become tribalistic it, with it, something it, that you're it, supposed it, to use critical thinking about. You could not be more right. People are so easy these days, and it, it very much leads into what Peter was saying before. Not a whole lot, so it's like you have, maybe you have, like, <laughs> one or two central constructs in how you live your life. The first thing that sounds close to it, you're like, I'm on board. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. You're Tri red, blue, purple, green, whatever. I tribalistic. Don't tribalistic yeah. is the word. You hit the nail on the head yeah. right there. It's populism. Mm -hmm. And it happens when you have the decay of an existing system. Yeah. And that's what it is. I feel like we live in like the fall of Rome almost. It's happening in slow motion. But what you're witnessing is, is the, we all live in this time where the American, you know, if you want to call it a democratic system is, is kind of collapsing in on itself because it failed to deliver on what it promised. And everybody, no matter who you are, you could be fucking poor, fucking black, white, this, that, the other. It doesn't matter. Everybody, unless you're very wealthy, then everybody's been left behind by it. And even the very wealthy feel like they've been left behind. You know, I'll take a little bit of a, yeah, a grievance with that. Yeah. But, <laughs> Those people who aren't in on the inside track. Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. It's a system that's that's abandoned everybody. And, and to a degree, I think that it's a natural evolution of systems. They become much more complicated yeah, over look, time. If I can uh, shoot in real quick. So basically, this, what the eventuality of what we have right now with how we view our system is kind of been brewing. I mean, for a long time, but we, if we want to really put it on its actual curve since like, uh, we'll call it like the late 50s into the 60s. When a lot of antitrust started fucking happening yeah. in government, the the illusion of government cared and would take care of you, yeah, and was there to actually serve you. I, I at least from a historical point, small points, but once we get into like fucking Nixon and uh, the Supreme Court decisions leading up to his eventual resignation, was really where we had a lot of dissolution, and then also just like. It putting the middle fingers up in your face. Yeah. Government. It's it was like, this, this system, and this is a big part of it as well, it's that any system that any government creates anywhere, because the government is obviously just an organization of people. It's an entity it's a, unto itself. Yeah. You have to understand that it is a thing it's unto a, itself. It's a sociology experiment every time. Yeah. It's that, it's, a, it's that people have organized in such a way, and this is a system that they create to govern themselves. And a big predication of that is that you also need to provide for those people. Mm. And I mean, in this case, at least, you know, in our modern capitalist society, you need to give people money. 
you know, that's the tool that we use to get the things that we want. And if you're, you know, Reagan and you happen to be president at that time, or maybe he caused it, I would say that he happened to be president. I, at that time. I would say he yeah. happened to be president yeah. at that time. But if you can, Reagan didn't cause these. Yeah, things. he didn't cause these. Things. But if you can, if you can give people that, if I can put a little bit more money in your pocket tomorrow than I gave you today, mm. yeah. then people will tolerate whatever the fuck your yeah. politics are. You could be fucking pro-abortion, anti. It doesn't fucking matter. People mostly care about what's happening to them and their yeah. family. And, the, and then the when they're bored, they care about these other things, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's how I feel too. As long as I'm taken care of and the people that I love are taken care of, then I'm pretty much happy, you know, and then I'll like, whatever it is, whatever your ideas are, a lot of it comes down to survivability, which is trickled down from your pocketbook down to you just trying to fucking survive. That's what's changed. Fucking world. That's what's changed now since really like I, you can, you can argue exactly when this began to happen. Uh, 1970s, the hey, American listen, economy. We, we do filtered. hours upon hours oh, yeah, podcast yeah. upon podcast about yeah. that. It, that. That's well above the, our pay grade right to now, try to figure yeah. out. Right now, will. right now, right now, yeah. and I think everybody would agree, the government is not doing the job. If we think that the job is to put a little bit more oh, money in your pocket I don't care what side today. of the aisle you're yeah. on or like independent or whatever. They ain't doing it. The government is not yeah. serving the people. Exactly. They're not doing the one job. And that was, you know, whether Trump did a better or worse job than his predecessor doesn't matter. The bottom line is that all these people that followed basically, you know, the golden age of American capitalism, which really did happen in the 1960s, it did. 70s, yeah. Yeah. none of them have lived up to this, this requirement that the people have of them. And you tolerate it for a while. In this case, it was decades. And and now it's reaching this point where people are very much so, they're really feeling it. Like we're all feeling it. Yeah. And whoever's well, also- in office has got to fucking take a bite out of that fucking sandwich, but they won't. They're just going to blame it on somebody else blame while they go back to enjoy their, their fucking ritzy lives. Yeah. They never deal with and, the problems. And I'll say this. I'm, listen, I'm from New Jersey. I grew up not liking fucking Trump, just knowing his business practices. But I understand why so many people fucking liked him because he came out talking as an outsider. Exactly. Well, well, that's also where it becomes tribalistic, too, because this is something that I've pontificated on this podcast about is how much I don't like woke culture. Yeah. But that's also like the antithesis of that on the other side. Exactly right. Is the Trump side. Yeah. Where they pretty much say, like, are you on the Trump train or not? And it's like, Mm. I was never on the Trump train. Right. I I just got to say, that is such a dumbass it is it is but it's like <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a mirror and it reflects on yeah. both fucking sides yeah there, it's, yeah because it's, uh, it's pandering i would take him over biden but that's like listen man that's not a great choice. no it's not the, none of them are great choices now we're running fucking late 70s to the 80 year olds in the fucking office dan i have a shit sandwich and i have a vomit sandwich <laughs> yeah. oh, and wow. I, I know both of All these right. are very delectable to you but just tell me which one you want more which one is anti-crt i'll vote mm, for it neither i can't answer that <laughs> <laughs> so on that same vein, something that we talked about off mic mm. is that this is what I wanted to bring up because we're br- talking about the qualifications of people to run for office. Remember that little Senate race in Pennsylvania yeah. between John Fetterman mm-hmm. and um, Dr. Oz? Oprah's favorite. Oprah's mm. favorite. That was one of <laughs> Trump's handpicked candidates. Yep. And I watched that, kind of watched, followed that pretty closely you know, my last job was, you know, a political radio show. So, you right. know, I had to, you know, pay attention to it to a degree. But I watched that debate. And I don't know if you guys watched that debate. We're not going to react to it. Uh, right no, I did not but, watch that debate. I watched his fucking hearing he had the yeah. answer to. It is uncomfortable <laughs> to sit through that debate. And, and like, I followed that. And I went on to, like, Reddit. To see yeah. I went on, like, are Democrats. And they <laughs> right, were even right. like, I'm, uh, still, I'm like, I'm still. You th- brave soul. 
And I, they're, I see they're all terrible. Well, they're all terrible, but they're like, oh my God, this guy's not well, but I'm still voting for him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, that's the tribalism. Yep, like you can is. see that this it man is. is physically unwell. And I also don't blame John Fetterman himself or any of that because you have a family that should protect it, you. I blame his wife more than anybody he else. He has what would typically be considered a support structure that's just there to destroy him. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's, but, but then the second person I blame is Dr. Oz. Because how does a man who talks for a living lose to a man who can't complete a full sentence? Has had 19 strokes. It's called it sucking. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Republican base, the Trump base, has seen through your shit. Yeah. yeah. Even though Trump was the one who said, like, this is my guy, I endorse him, the Trump, uh, you know, the Trump base was like, no. Yeah. Like it's gotten so convoluted and weird. And now, and also, like, there is this level of, like, like I don't really put this on Trump himself, but the post-Trump, like, people of note running for office yeah. thing. It's like, oh, like, oh, you're a personality, so you know you'll get shit because people know your fucking name. They know your fucking face, but you that's have the, nothing. That's, nothing that's populism. Yeah, that's exactly. Populism. It's, right. it's yeah. populism, and Trump set the playbook yeah. for that. Just yeah. tell people what they want to hear. Right. Yeah. Just spout out the, like, the Fox News was, talking points, and you'll this, get it. This was able to happen because of the, like, we're talking about these individual people. No, we're exactly about the situation right. Yes, right yes. Now. It, we're, but, we are in, like, the, the macro of yeah. it right now. But, yeah. but I, I still always go back to that this is happening because of a bigger structural change. Oh, I yeah, there's no argument. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, not yeah. that Trump was special. America is sick. Yeah. Populism, as far as what we've allowed yeah. to yeah. come to be. Populism exactly. existed before Trump. Oh, it, and it's but it never got us after. It's always yeah. existed, yeah. but yeah. like it's never been to exist to this scale. Even to the idea that, you know, elections and politics wasn't entertainment. That's not true at all, especially in this country. When this country is young, they used yep. to have political cartoons. They yep. accused John yep. Adams of being a monarchist. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. We we live in a situation where I very much so strongly believe that this country basically is in a situation right now where other nations are emerging mm-hmm. in such a way that some of the power that this country had after World War II is now being usurped. And even after the end of the Cold yeah. War and so on and so forth. Basically, America is in decline. Now, whether that's good or bad or whatever, obviously, we always want to be on top, but there are also these realities about it. But the the aspect of it that's relevant to us in terms of these elections is that these people who basically run are campaigning on a fictitious notion that they don't believe in, that, that they're going to – I mean, like Trump's campaign slogan was, make America great again. How? How are you going to do that? And Biden has, uh, I mean, his mantra is the same. Uh, All these fucking people uh, basically uh, bark uh, out the same uh, thing that like, we're going to return to this glory age that your parents knew, but you didn't. And we're going, and that's going to be a real thing again. And I'm looking at it in a realistic, uh, I think a realistic. The generational play is not new. And you're just fucking lying to me. It's interesting that you bring that up too, because that is true. Because the Trump thing was like, oh, we're going to go back to when America was great or we're going to make America great again or whatever. And then the Biden thing is like, oh, we're going to go back to like before Trump was. <laughs> right, yeah, we'll right, go back right, even right, further. Right, right. Yeah. Do you realize that that is not possible? Like that you can't put the yeah. toothpaste back into the tube. Exactly. Like, Trump yeah. is out. Now yeah. people, people have seen him. People like him. Yeah. You're not going back nope. to a yeah. pre-Trump. Yeah. Yeah. And, don't get to take that back. and like, yeah. and I, and I speak, I speak very genuinely that I don't think that, I mean, your average person, you know, self-included, it's not necessarily that people are trying to go back. And I'll bring this back to the, to the, the notion 
notion right. of like what's in your pocket that everybody's just trying to have a, a better life. Yeah. We all just want to have a better life, either for ourselves or for our kids or our grandkids. We want to live our lives not be fucked, but they make exactly. that connection through nostalgia. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And right. that's just it. And they do that specifically because they know that they're not going to give you a better life. So instead, they'll call back to this other time and imply that it's been taken away from you by yeah. somebody else, by a Democrat or by a Republican. And the truth of it is that they both took it they away. They both did it. They both because did it. Because there's just one party. They just yeah. pretend to hate they're each other. They're one party that alternates sides. They both took it away from all of us. And now they're going to pretend like somebody else is the villain and they're the hero. And they're making it in this fucking superhero movie when in reality, they're just both villains and all of us are victims oh, and there is God, no fucking God forbid hero. you tell a modern Democrat what the Southern Democrats were. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. <laughs> it's funny that you bring that up. Give me a moment to pull this <laughs> yeah, up because yeah, you yeah. said the superhero thing. I yeah. want to show you guys this. Okay, please, please, please. Uh, while he's doing this, I'll, I'll just uh, talk a little out of my ass. The American thing. We have a legacy that's, I mean, we've existed for you know, 300 fucking... 300 years. 300 yeah. years. Just about. Something that you have to understand is that we're such a big country... And we're geographically isolated from other powers in the world. It affords you a lot of It things, affords yeah. you a lot of shit that no one fucking thinks about. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We are, I mean, essentially, we call it the new world fucking bullshit, but we are the new world fucking bullshit. Yeah. We're over here by like, well, what's Canada going to do? They got, they got 50, 50 million people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's not. I don't even think it's. They're, they're snapping their fingers it's away about from twenty five million people. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yeah, they've got the same population as fucking New York. Yeah. Yeah. It's America's it's, hat. America is America because we are the other side of the planet's experiment. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that it is. Yeah. And for better or worse. But I mean, same, we are what we are. You can be proud of that or not proud of that. Whatever. That's yeah. you suit yourself. Yeah. But like, that's why we are different. Yeah. This country is afforded a lot by way of geography and so on and so forth. And this country is persevered in many mm. ways, you know, partially because of that as well. Oh, um, in, in many ways. And, yeah. And partially for all of these other reasons. It's a melting pot. We yeah. invited people in. This, that, the other. Well, it's, it's America, like a fucking long list, America you know? is the experiment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We got all the fucking problems in the fucking world, but we are an experiment because we're not. Say, look at Japan, which is 98% people that live in Japan mm -hmm. are. I can't think of the actual word, but they're Japanese. By they're Japanese yeah. by ethnicity. Yeah, this is yeah. a melting pot. Ethnic the bottom Japanese, line, yes. The bottom line is that this country, despite the things that make it unique, yeah. it's still subject to all of the things that can happen to any empire. And indeed, this is an well, empire. Well, it's also where a conglomeration of 50 states that are so wildly different from yeah, each other. like any empire. Yeah. You know, if it, basically to succeed implies that you do have a diverse group yeah. under you. And to control a diverse group means that you've got people who completely disagree with each other. Uh, exactly you know? right. And you have so, to I mean, understand that that's part yeah. of the fucking program. I mean, I've said that to many people that like, uh, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a fucking proud American because I am an American. But at the it's same time, it's what I know, I've, and I will not, the, yeah. you know, But go I've away got, from like, there's many times where if I'm having a conversation, I got more in common with a fucking Mexican illegal immigrant here in New Jersey no, than right. I do with somebody from fucking Oregon. Right. right. You know, and I mean, that's not, there's nothing good or bad about that, but it's the truth. Well, no, it's the absolute truth. I'll give the absolute, like, from my own experience, I got treated better working with the illegals in the yeah. fucking state back in the day than the fucking 
the super elite that I have to brush shoulders with today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's something to be said for that. And the bottom line is that it still goes back to that if your government is not providing for you, there's a price to be paid. And it takes a long fucking time, as we can all observe. Every human being on the planet can observe that reality that when your government disconnects from you, when it disconnects from the populace, the, the fix doesn't come quickly. No, um, and you, you know me, because I'm, I'm always incredibly wary of uh, that cult of personality. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Trump, like, I, Trump. I can under, like, I under, understand why people liked Trump. Yeah. I understand why some people of like Biden. Yeah. I look at two fucking dead and 10-year motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. Of they means, make, and I'm like, they make, how could you possibly represent me? That's just that, yeah. And I, I feel that way just very generally. It's that, you know, people want to latch on to whoever their person is. But that's the thing that I, like, encourage people to do when I'm having, like, a political conversation at the bar, as I'm told yeah, not to do. Yeah. But um, but when I choose to engage in that before the, the, you know, security people kick me out, is that you should really look at that person and say, does this person actually represent me? Or are you just voting for them? because they're better than the other person. Because when I look at the Congress, when I look at the president, and it could be fucking Biden, it could it be Trump, it could be It's almost literally become like a war of weird attrition. Yeah. None of these people fucking represent me. Because not for nothing, I love both of you guys. And if I had my way, neither one of you would ever represent me at something no. meaningful oh, in no. my life. We, if I had no choice, We've like, been friends for over 20 fucking years. Yeah. I represent vastly different people. Exactly. I represent me. I speak for the things that I care about, you know? And when I look at these people up there, it's like we got, like us in this room right now, we have an enormous amount in common. And I don't want you to represent me because I represent me. Exactly right. if somebody needed to, I would trust that you would basically argue the same points as I have. Because we all come from the same group. We do, but like I also know you, so I'd be conscious of your fucking thing. And that's fair. That's where it gets different the the farther up the ladder. When people say to me like that I should go out and vote and do these things, it's like what I'm looking at a fucking smorgasbord of people who are millionaires or billionaires. I have nothing in common with them. They in no way represent my interests. Some of these people, and it's, and I'll, I'll, this, Trump said this, but it's true of all of them. Trump was asked once about like, like people looting at a supermarket mm. during COVID or some mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And he made some sort of a comment along the lines of that shouldn't be happening. And it was asked why. And he was like, because you have to show your ID. And the question was, what the fuck are you talking about? Right, right, And he right, was right. under what I gathered from, and I, I did watch this. <laughs> he was under the impression that you needed to show identification to purchase groceries at a oh, grocery store. Oh. And and he meant it. And he didn't know that he was saying something that was fucking dumb as shit. And I wasn't even angry at him. It was that he genuinely didn't know what it was like to different shop for world. groceries. It's a yeah. different world. And that's what I mean. Like, how many Americans don't know what it's like to shop for groceries? I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely it's a, a subsect. It's, 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 it's a don't. tiny, yeah. Yeah. tiny, yeah. Small. tiny Small. population. It's Biden and Trump and other people. People who are at the very top of the food chain yeah. who don't know that you don't have to show your fucking ID to buy goddamn groceries. These are the people that we're electing in, and it's under this mantra of that they represent us. What fucking world is this? Well, we, That's we, no yeah. different than it, from it, the goddamn fucking colony system that we, we broke away from. Us, our parents before us, their parents before them, the grandparents all before them. We have what has been allowed to happen. Yeah. yeah. 
So, guys, I found uh, – I don't know if this is exactly what I was looking for, but right. in the vein that we try to make them out to be superheroes or they make themselves out to yes. be superheroes, yeah, yeah, yeah. here is Texas Representative Dan Crenshaw. Oh, Dan Crenshaw, old with, eye patch uh, himself. With literally – it's titled Dan Crenshaw's Avengers-style <laughs> political ad. Oh, I don't God, know if this, this is his, his channel proper, but – God damn it. I'm already right frustrated. Now. As you should be. Oh, God. Is this it? Yes. Yes. This oh, is. my God. I fucking hate my life. So, it, oh, oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so Dan that, okay. has lifted his eye patch to reveal a bionic eye with internet capabilities. Oh. What? Dan, please. I don't need... I, I have nothing to add. This uh -huh. is the one where he dives out of the plane. Yes, okay. yep, yep, yep. All right. I, I thought that was just a shorter no, version, but, no. like... No, this is nearly four minutes long. Oh, is... oh what, what the... F what? Listen, I skydived <laughs> once. What is that? St what the fuck was that? I... <laughs> I don't know what to say. Oh, he's got the literally Avengers soundtrack, yeah, yeah. more yeah. or less, in the back. Yeah. Probably off by two notes yeah. to avoid. It's like, uh, you know... Oh, like, wow. wow. Holy shit. <laughs> I am flabbergasted right now. I don't know what to say. Well, what I the... Wow. Dan Crenshaw. Put the team together, Wesley. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. You know I would miss this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, couldn't God. you just call him? You had to, wait, wait. <laughs> to do a freaking dive? What the fuck is happening? Oh, no. Ah. <sighs> How's it got to feel to be fucking August Fluger? Fixing it? I, what? <laughs> he literally just said, I don't know. I had no idea what I was doing. Oh, my God. They have to keep this little uh, disclaimer on the bottom at all Yo, times. They have to legally. <laughs> yeah. Why, why are you targeting what, them? What Call the, them? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I am so upset. <laughs> That's not a great angle. Yeah. That's, That's really horrible. what we're going to do. You wow. son of a what bitch. The? I'm in. Where's the guile theme? <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's called secret information. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. <laughs> Should be flashing red secret information. Oh, uh, Tony Gonzalez is a Hispanic conservative. Yeah, that that has to be one of his brackets. Yeah, that's a uh, bullet points. Excuse me. What? What? Oh, oh, Dan Crenshaw pulling the plug. Oh my God! How? How? I I understand that this is four minutes, but how much long? What? This is wild. What is she gonna contribute to your this campaign? This is wild. Is but what gonna, I will say, at least it's entertaining. Is she in gonna, the worst way? Is she gonna jujitsu somebody that doesn't vote for you? Like, I, I like how one of her tabs is businesswoman. Yeah. It's <laughs> just a blanket term. <laughs> <laughs> Handsome men. <laughs> oh wow, God! Look at that. What I is, like what the is CGI it about blonde bitches? Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, listen, we all know fucking white dudes and, yeah. That unfortunately, a black dude gets dragged in every now and then. This is, yeah, well, you know, listen, you got to make money where you can. 
Ah, oh, yeah, that was a that was a thing, right? That was a as, ride. As an American, that was upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fucking ride. Oh. I had not seen that before. All Holy right. shit! All right, guys, I think this is a good time to uh, talk about being a political orphan. Yeah. Because after witnessing that, holy crap, I might never vote Republican ever again. Well, it's, it's <laughs> Didn't vote for anyone, then. It, 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 it's so fucking tough. So, like, what I will say, uh, I've drifted from one side to another through my life. The older I get, you make money and you want the government to not touch your money. Yeah. yeah. So... I have definitely gotten more fiscally conservative yeah. over years, and yeah. I feel like that's- I got like, mine, where's yours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, it's selfish, but it makes sense. It, it, it absolutely makes sense, because it's the protection of what you've done. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. If you've got something you don't want to share. It's also the protection of, like, keeping things the way way they are, so yeah. that, the, like, the people, like, um, that follow you right. also can get there. Right, because yeah. I feel like I've done, my work has to mean something. Yes. You know, and I think this is, a, like, a- an understandable thing amongst all people. Your work needs to mean something, but like, I guess the way I've always kind of looked at it is like, you can be very, I think I was, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I was incredibly idealistic as a young person, but I've seen a lot of my friends be very idealistic. And then I got my, my career when I was 19 years old. So I kind of was like, I got my money. Don't fucking touch my fucking money. You know, I, I, mean? I will say this. I was always like, even when I was like a child. Yeah. And I still consider myself this way to this day. I consider myself a classical Marxist. I, yeah, I would agree with you. Yeah. I, I believe in that. I really yeah. do. Um, and I know it's an unpopular opinion, but what I will say. But to, you will to, talk about it openly. That's why I appreciate we can have discourse about yeah. this. And I, and I will say that, that, and it's counter to my own point. Yeah. It's that. I don't trust anyone because what you're really talking about with classical Marxism is that you're also talking about some sort of a system where you entrust someone to divide up the the fruit of your labor. And I don't believe in that. Uh, you That's the thing that I gained. I, I with fully age. back yeah. you on that. It has yet to reveal itself as a way that doesn't go that avenue. Yeah. I, cause that's really, that's like, we have that system now to a degree. I mean, there's, there's well, no yeah, such thing. Degree, yeah. Contrary to what people say, like China is not a communist country and this is not a capitalist country. No, no. It, no um, listen, it's all, everything is far more complicated than what yeah. we try to assign. Everything, everything is in a gray area. Yeah. And my observation of it is, is that people are inherently selfish. Myself at the top of that list, I'm yeah, happy to same. own it. You know, Same. if I've got something, I will help out the people that I care about. Uh, but I know that I can't help out all the fucking 8.5 billion people on this planet. So fuck them. You know, that's that's really how I look at well, it. I will help out the people that I know and love. So and that's if, it. if you're not from a have money upbringing, it's the equation that you really got to think about. Say like tomorrow you somehow win the lottery. Mm. You weigh you win. We'll just call five hundred million dollars. Just call flat. We're not going to get into the nonsense. But it's like two hundred million after taxes. Yes. <laughs> but like you then in that moment, well, I mean, after getting your money manager and your lawyer and all that shit like that, have to decide. 50 million. <laughs> yes. <laughs> where the line is drawn. Who yeah. do you care about and who's out? Who's an outsider? Or who's in? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's, it always goes, it goes back to this thing that like, it's fully debated, whatever, but I I find truth in it. It's like, there's that Dunbar's number thing. You can only give a shit about like 150 exactly. fucking people. Anybody yeah. who claims to to truly care about 
everybody in this altruistic way. I don't believe I, think, in, I don't believe in pure altruism. Yeah, it's yeah. it's bullshit. There is no altruism. It's a it's a kind of virtue signal for people to, to yeah. say that. Like, yeah. oh, I care about everybody. It's like there's that's impossible. You can't. Yeah. You can't. If you show me a sad video, of course I care about what happened in that immediate video. Yeah. I I'll use the example of animals. I fucking love animals. I really yeah. do. It 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 kills me when I see an animal suffering in some way. But the animals that I'm able to take care of is very limited. You know, I can save a cat. I can help a dog. Right. Yeah. I can, you know, spare an animal in the woods. You, you know, I can get an animal out of a trap, that type world. of thing, you know? It becomes yeah. the uh, the lifeboat kind of uh, idea yes. where you can yeah. only have so many people on that yeah. lifeboat before you kill everyone on the lifeboat because now yeah. it's going to sink. I can only do what I can do. And I don't feel bad about the idea that I've, I've done what I can for those things. I don't need to save everybody. Yeah. And the truth of it is, is that people want to imagine this fictitious which, uh, you know, this fictitious world, which I would describe as like almost dystopic. It is um, dystopic as far as I'm Where everyone is somehow like spared adversity. You can't. You I don't can't. believe in that. Yeah. Somebody, um, there is a price to be paid for everything. You can't yeah. save everybody. Yeah. The way I look at it is you save those you love and know. Yeah. And, th- and that's and, all you can ever do. And, in but this. also to save them too, you can't spare them from adversity. No, you, you right. can't. Have have, no, but you this, can. is, this is the caveat though. It's that in that thinking, you can minimize the suffering of other things. Yes. In other words, I'm not trying to save every animal. No, on the no, no. And I and I eat meat, you know, yeah. and, and I believe in that. Yeah. And I eat, you know, meat from the fucking supermarket. Right. And I know that it's factory farmed. Yeah. And that we all, we all that know doesn't, it, we yeah, all doesn't do feel it. great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't think that that's a great thing. You know, I think that, that it's a shame that animals suffer in this it way. It is a shame. And I do the little small things yeah, that yeah. I can do to make myself feel better about yeah. that. And a big part of it is that. I'm just trying to make myself feel better about the suffering that another organism has I, to go I, through I, I bought, so that I can enjoy a nice well, well, listen, I'm fully with no. you because I've actually done this stuff of buying like a quarter animal from a local farm. Exactly, yeah. But I still end up buying fucking bulk you know, ground beef or whatever the case is. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking we're all a part of this. We're all a we're part all of this machine. We yeah. all participate. The biggest thing I think is if you acknowledge that, if you're able to acknowledge your participation. Well, you have to that know that system. you are part of it. And yeah. like, you got to kind of come like, I don't, I wouldn't call it peace, but you have to understand you're part of the system. But that's just yeah. it. Yeah. It's that I, and I, and I don't mean to like, cause uh, again, I, I, I will say that I do consider myself a giant piece of shit in this fucking machine that we operate. I'm not here to change as anything. As human beings. But what I will say is that there are so many people and to bring it back to the politics thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To this shit right here. Um, this video that we just watched where some people are fucking heroes. Yeah. And you're not. No. You're not a fucking hero. You are absolutely existing. If you're living in fucking rural Alaska and raising all your own fucking food and blah, 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 then yes, okay, then you can say that about other people. But if you are living here in a civilized society, i.e. somebody who's watching these fucking YouTube videos or seeing political commercials or voting or, God forbid, listening to this podcast, (laughs) then you are 100% a part of the system. And I think that the best thing that you can do Unless, you know, we're going to just destroy society and and all like become, you know, subsistence farmers. Then the truth of it is, is the best thing that you could do is acknowledge the hypocrisy in it. It's that most of us do want, you know, most people don't want, you know, a chicken to suffer on a factory farm. Most people don't want any other human being on the planet to suffer. But we should acknowledge that I'm, I'm okay with these other I'm a hypocrite every day so that from I can have Sunday I to Saturday, man. Yeah. And that's just the fucking truth of it. Yeah. I have my ideals and I break my ideals fairly regularly. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm a fucking human being. Exactly. We're and that's what it is. Flawed. That is to be human. Yeah. Yeah. That is to be human. It doesn't make it okay in a moral sense, but I think that the real immora- uh, immorality of it is to deny it. But also it's to say me, that you're not that's that. That's the only reason why I don't get on any sort of like moral high horse about yeah. my beliefs. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I know I'm a fucking idiot. I believe I'm doing the best for me and mine. Yeah. But that may be against anybody else. Well, also, yeah. without suffering, there is no joy. No. So there's no way to well, eliminate exactly that. Right. Otherwise, you live in like a null state where yeah. there's no like emotion and no feelings. So yeah. that's yeah. you're going. You are going to suffer. I'm going to suffer. You are going to suffer. It, it happens from time to time. Now there are those where it's disproportionately <laughs> more suffering. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. It's, yes. the, it's yeah. the disproportion where people find the real grievance because they're dissatisfied. Yeah. And by they, I mean all of us. You know, everybody's dissatisfied with. The position that they have to a degree or another because and this goes back to the politics mm. we don't like politicians because we feel like we're getting shafted yeah yeah you know the problem and that's is because that some masses, people are- and this is all on us too because we are the masses no one speaks up yeah we play the game nobody speaks well, up and it goes back to that well get out and vote justin yep. yeah oh, oh. that's what you're told that's what you're speaking yeah. out yeah. is well yeah. listen the government tells us that voting will fix it so i don't understand <laughs> how that could be wrong well, what I'll, I'll say for myself is mm-hmm. that I'm – you see classical Marxist. I'm a classical liberal. I would say that, what, that you are a classical liberal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe 100%. in the sovereignty of the individual. Yes, yes, I yes. learned that almost like, you know, the hard way because my two kid sisters are twins. Yes. And when I got out of the military, I used to punish them as the military would punish you right. as a group. Yeah. So if one of them fucked up, yep. they both got punished. That's and, how I was raised. Yeah. And I, I saw how that affected their yeah. behavior. They, yeah. used, they started to resent each other. Yes. And I'm like, we can't have this. Yeah. So I decided to like, if you punish one of them, you punish that one. And yeah. the other one can go off and play. Um, I, if, you, it, if you also start spending time with them individually, then you can grab that, you can grasp that they're, relationship they're, that you actually want. You get to find out more about them as a person. If I can add a quick fold to that, I was raised in that way. And I wish I had a better relationship with my brother and sister. Like, I look at the way, like, my fiance, Christina, like, the relationship she has with her family, and I'm jealous of that. But my family, we were raised in a way where that wasn't really an option. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. fine. I understand it. That's yeah. what counts. Yeah. And, and families are, and families operate differently. Yeah. I just picked that up because— We've I, all come to peace yeah. with it. I remember, I remember being a kid, and my brother— and his friend and his little brother, we all got caught skipping school. We were right. actually trying to get back into school, <laughs> but there was a discussion among best intentions. Um, yeah. um, there was a discussion among the older boys mm. as as to what we should do. And when I I was uh, once again the older boys fucking everything up. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to the principal's office with my my brother and his yeah. buddy, yeah. and um, you know the younger brother because he was too little. They just sent him off the class. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the principal is just like. Drilling into me. <laughs> He's just like, you, you're the ringleader. You are the worst of the worst. Yeah, like, well, you're a bad person. Yeah, then. like, you are worse than Hitler. I know you, know? you got run over by a car or something. <laughs> and, he, and he's laying into me. And my brother eventually just looks over to him and is like, and my brother's only like three years older than I am. Gotcha, okay. So yeah. it's just like, what am I at that point? Like, <laughs> right, right. Nine? Right. So he's like 12? Yeah. And he's like, lay off the kid. Yeah, he's like, yeah. why are you taking the easy yeah, victim? Like, oh. Yeah, like, why are you picking on him? Right, like, it's like we were the two older ones, and that, that stuck out with well, me. Well, that, because, because that's what like, positions of power used yeah. to go to the weakest link. Yeah, and that stuck out with me. So that's why I was like, "All right, if you're going to be this kind of older brother, you're going to yeah. be an older brother that does that for mm-hmm. your a you know, protector, youngest, yeah. uh, and uh, so an observer, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all so, these things. Someone age who, affords power yeah. to yeah. a degree. 
And so that's what brings me to the classical liberal thing was where I kind of learned you have to respect, you have to drill down into everyone's individual yes. preferences. Just yeah. because they're twins does not mean they're the same person. Exactly right. This is exactly why the government fails in its endeavor. Yes. Because the government can't drill down into everybody's individuality. You can do that with your own kin. Yeah. The government views you as a number. They view you as a number? They view yeah, you as best. a group? Yeah. At best. Yeah. They view you as a group, yeah. yeah, which is the antithesis of being a classical liberal because yeah. every classical liberal movement from you know J Thomas Jefferson to the civil rights movement mm. yeah. was about, I am not no, this group, right. I am an individual. individual. Yes. Treat me like an individual. Everything, oh, like, the problem is like everything has been lost. And like generationally, as an entity of a country, we have let it get to where we are today. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, a, it's, it's, a, it's, I'm a not putting on, and anybody, it's just, it's a collect, as, as, like, we, we live, if we're lucky, 70 to 80 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, we're a very young country and a country built on a lot of fucking promise and like a lot of spit in the face it's, of like, God, oh, so yeah. fuck it's you, a, Britain. But yeah. like, um, it was, it was an experiment. Yeah. It's an experiment. It was an experiment in classical liberalism. And the problem yeah. that classical liberals have is that since we drill down into the individual so much yes. is we allow pervasive ideas to go through. And that's how you go from a classical liberal society to like, you, literally you didn't really start with that because you did have slavery in the country, but you go from that. Whoa, Dan, that didn't exist. Well, I mean, <laughs> but like, and then you go from that just being like, all right, well, now we're just kind of authoritarian. Yes. Yeah. It, there's a, I would say that you'd be harder pressed to put that in a more cogent way for a listener. And that, that's really what it, we are in uh, an experiment that is so fucking confused trying to just exist. And I feel like we are because a weird mix. And yeah, there's history of, you know, the, so you have the colonies into the slave states into or the civil war into yeah. all of what we try to think we are today. And there, are, I, I feel like there should be pride for being American because we are this weird fucking thing that we don't know what the fuck we it's are. The first country to really no, write down we are the these experiment. classical liberal values, even yeah. if we didn't adhere to them and still don't adhere to them. No, we, don't. we were the first country to do that yeah. and try to at least live up to that ideal. Like you have the right to defend yourself. You have the right to speak your mind, to worship freely. Just even if you have rights. Well, you do it. You have those rights, but rights aren't something like the, the thing that we get wrong is that right? We say we 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 come up with this idea that th these are rights and we are given to them. It's like no, these are just things the government can't do to you. Yeah. They have no right to right do now this to you. until they're. The truth of it is, is that in my personal opinion, it always goes back to a might makes right thing. Unless you're highly religious, then the truth of it is, is that Hammurabi's code. You go back fucking what ten thousand yeah. years. Then oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. still have that built in. These are things that are important for the maintenance of society. And when these rules begin to break down, you will have a breakdown of society. There's a whole reason that you make it. It's the reason that you make a government. Yeah. And so what you have in, in this country, and I agree with you that it's unique in that it was put down to paper and so on and so forth. Though, when you even look at antiquity, mm. you still have societies where they pen things about individual rights. Oh, we're definitely rights. not the first. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. There was individual rights. In other words, the rights that you have vary, you know, and this was the first one to do these particular ones. Yeah. And certainly it was night and day from what preceded because we were coming out of like Europe was essentially coming out of the dark ages yeah. we entered oh, into 100%. mercantilism. 100%. Yeah. When George but, Washington was born 
born, they still had the Colosseum. So. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's that everybody's always got humans subject other humans. And that's what it is. It's might makes right. It's well, that if I have more power than you, then you will in some if way. If you would allow me, me to to say what I my distillation of it is. Please. We are fucking war monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. We are unchecked. And we will do what we do until we destroy ourselves. Absolutely. Well, I this is also another thing that I do yeah. like about this country because we have spent a, like an hour dunking. No, I, yeah, I know. We, I, we should be tidying up. Yeah, soon. we are tidying up. And I maybe we can close with this. Maybe you guys will want to follow up with something. It's fine. But the thing that we should be respected about this country and especially its history is that it's been like a modern day Sparta. It is. It is like a in country a yeah, that, that in a way. it has been a country that has pretty much been founded on a warrior class of mm-hmm. people. Now, obviously, you have from you know time and you know memorial, you have people that come in like, oh, you shouldn't do that. They're oh, not Quakers. Well, you got, you got your own spot. But like in even like when yeah. you go into the left-right dichotomy, no, you have more right people, yeah, yeah. right-wing people that are like, oh yeah, let's no go matter, fight. No and matter what, people, it was an opportunity, yeah. and people fought for that fucking opportunity. Yeah. You, they fought. They fought for the independence. Whereas Canada was just like, you know, we'll just wait. We'll just yeah. wait for it. Yeah, yeah. We're Canadians. What yeah. do you want? We fought to. We'll take them someday. We fought to end the institution of slavery. Yeah. Because essentially, all this country knows how to do is mm-hmm. kick the fucking shit out of other people, even if it's us. Yeah. And I, to do a degree that should be respected, because you know what? There aren't there too many countries in this world. That have that warrior class mentality. This, I can only think of a couple. This is a country that doubles down on fucking everything. Yeah, mm. and that's there's a bravado. And, and yeah. whether it was like because even like you had abolitionists who were like, well, we can't get rid of this because we're an industrial country, mm. leading into the Civil War. Because yeah. like, yeah, slavery is bad, but do you see the numbers we're doing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was it was the backbone of the Southern yeah. economy. So. And it's not right or wrong. It just is what is. And also, can I just have a tangent? Sure. The whole thing of, like, destroying, like, this was going on in the South a couple of years ago, like, taking down oh, the statues, statues yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. If it upsets you, it fucking should, but you can't delete fucking history. Yeah, you can't. It do- shouldn't be celebrated. I'll give you that. Just because but, like, it's a you statu- can't forget that it fucking happened. Just because it's a stat, just because there's a statue, and just because you name, like, let's say, um, like, you know, a base after, you know, a Confederate general or something like that doesn't mean you're celebrating it. It was actually a peace offering. Yeah. Um, when we first decided, like, all right, you know, civil war's over. I also we're, don't believe in idolatry, so it's also like a uh, mixed place. That can, that can go. I would, I would uh, disagree. Well, well, let, me, let, me, let me. Sorry, let me, sorry. When we were trying to m- mend the country back yeah, again, yeah. One of the things that was tr- we were trying yeah. to do to be like, all right. Let's not completely well, shit no, all over these people. We understand your plight, and we will yeah. not forget your plight. Yeah, so we're not. Can, so we'll erect these statues, and also we'll name some of these bases after these generals. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, It was meant as an olive branch because you just fought half of the country. Yeah, you're I've not going to have I've a country. I've got two sentiments about Please. that. Yeah. One, we don't name no fucking bases in Germany after Hitler. It wasn't our country. <laughs> Fair. We had, My point remains the same. There was no. Well, I mean— because if you were going to make that connection, we were never, ever in that same boat. With the South, it was always to um, oh, preserve yeah, the just, Union. Yeah, it was to preserve. All right, that's fair. With but Germany. There's some element of my point that still rings there, true. Like if you're, if you're yeah. in like, you know, I mean, we lost if the you're, war. If we're going they into were that traitors. stuff, we got a whole lot of sins on our own plate yeah. that everybody ignores. But, the, yeah, yeah. but I mean, the bottom line yeah. is that the Union won. They lost. And losers don't get bases named after them. 
Period. Yes, yeah. but it's a, it was a unique situation because it was a civil war. It's not like, you know, if it, if let's say, for example, if it was West that. Germany and yeah. East Germany, mm-hmm. then maybe you do something like that because you need they to be one entity. They didn't, though. They didn't <laughs> because that was something else going on there yeah. that we don't have the, the other. The other point that I would make about that, I would otherwise agree in essence mm. that yeah. with that particular subject, and this is a whole separate conversation mm-hmm. we don't have time for. There's it. a whole yeah. lot for but, all, all these things. But, the, but, yeah, but the steeping of it is the legacy. The Civil War was such mm. a unique thing because yeah. of the legacy of slavery yeah. and because of how it kind of continued in its own way. And, it didn't go and away. It didn't, didn't go what, away. What I, will yeah. Yeah. I will absolutely take that ride with you where there was celebration of certain monuments. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My biggest problem came with when they were trying to destroy yeah. monuments. I don't believe to- I don't believe in yeah. erasing the history. Yeah. Yeah. That said, I will say this. Yeah. And this is like cuz I don't think that the, I don't, I don't know what the right way is to handle that when you're talking oh, about Oh, I don't like, have a good answer. Like for example, like, like and I'll listen, use- you're loud, you're listening to loud and drunk. I just want to interject real quick. Yeah. We're not here to give you answers to yeah. anything. This is in, supposed to be an educational <laughs> in, podcast. In yeah. Germany, they banned the flying of they the went Nazi hard. flag. They went, they and I went, think that that's yeah. wrong. If you're a fucking Nazi, then I fly your flag. That. And maybe I, Germans will fucking beat the shit out of you. Like, I don't know. I, you know, maybe you'll all just go on the march again. you feel as you're supposed to be told to feel as an American. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't, yeah, you should but be like, allowed to, to to express how you feel. Right. I do believe in freedom of speech. I do. Which obviously, like in Germany, when we they just, say that you can't fly the fucking Nazi flag, it's obviously they're taking away your right to express right. how you feel, and which is that you believe in fascism. about anything, but you shouldn't lose your right. Yeah. And it, and it goes to an idea is like, what would you ra- would you rather know that your neighbor is a fascist or have them hide yeah. it? And but they're still a fascist. I'd right, rather exactly. know yeah. what they. I don't. Are. I don't believe in taking away the right to show that. Yeah. What I will say about the statue thing is that when the statue is in such a place uh, where, and I'll go, I'll yeah. go to the extreme with this one because I'm not going to yeah, cite yeah, a particular yeah, yeah. example because I don't fucking know him. Also, I'm drunk. But like, if it's a fucking Confederate statue yeah. in the middle of what has yeah. now become like a black urban area, and they want to get rid of that statue you and the city says no you can't well i would say this about it if it was in my neighborhood like let's say that it was much more isolated yeah. so i'll give this parable oh, to okay. it okay right? like, uh, let's say that it's this. just yeah. this neighborhood yeah. where we are right now yeah. right so it's like a couple hundred houses and we're all like we all are you know like new jersey people what have you yeah and it's a statue of fucking hitler and there was some sort of <laughs> backstory as to why that was there and we decided that we didn't want it there and tore it down. Mm. And the state said, no, that's a part of history because he visited here once or whatever backstory you want to give. I would say, well, it doesn't really fucking matter. You know, there's, there's, a, the- you know there's a statue of Lenin in Seattle. There is. Nice. There I can is. get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of undercut your point there, but it's the same basic idea. But with that, I would say in terms of like most of these uh, statue things too, yeah. if, if you are in that situation, where you're in a you know predominantly black neighborhood and it's a Confederate you know, or whatever. general or yeah. whatever. These are a lot more nuanced. Remo- you than can the remove bullshit. the statue yeah. and just place it in a museum somewhere because don't erase the history. Just move it to a place where people can respect the yeah. history. But that's just it. You're not allowed. The reason they get torn down is because right. nobody removes them. Right. Yeah. Well, no, that's yeah. that's yeah. The, the state. That's the the state thing. says. The and, state and, dictates. And, and also, you. it's I the see, same thing that happened in fucking Saddam Hussein's Iraq, where yeah. you've got just fucking statues of him all over the place. I, people I see don't fucking there. Like, listen. None of this is flawless. My logic will always have flaws in it. I look at it, it's like you can't just let that be destroyed to be forgotten. Yeah. But also, like, I I do get it now. It's like, like now you got to, like, blah, 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 blah. But, like, I'm just, and you guys know me, I'm an information guy. You don't let information just go away. No, yeah. And that argument for removing it is multi-segment in itself. 
And it's like, you don't want to see it. Then, all right, that's fine. I get that. I love those. It's like, you just can't take it away from what actually happened. You also can't hide the people from evil. Yeah. And it should be, a, there should be a oh, reminder I'm somewhere. That. You, you, that have to be, I, you can't protect everybody. Yeah. I love, I love going to museums. I'm a yeah. history buff, yeah. as you guys know. When I go up to the city and I happen to find myself in a historical museum, then I love seeing these, these busts and statues of a JFK or a fucking Reagan. It has nothing right. to do with politics. I Not find it fascinating. Rough, yeah. It yeah. brings me back to that time. I like to think about that. So ask me if I want a fucking statue of JFK or Reagan outside of my fucking house. <laughs> Ask not what that statue will do for you, but what you can do for that statue, Pete. I mean, like, I, I get it. Obviously, like, I get people living in that area, like, fucking hating on I'm Like, if I were a person of color living in that area and having to see a statue of Robert E. Lee or whoever the yeah. fuck it was, you know, it's like, I get it. And yeah. it's just, I just don't want it because, like, you have to face history. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not talking from the black side, for us, just yeah. for Everybody. white people. Yeah. Everybody. You have to recognize what yeah. fucking happened. And not for nothing, and maybe this is a generational yeah. thing, but, like, me personally, I don't necessarily want any fucking statues of politicians in my gut. Oh, no, no, yeah. I'd be more yeah. happy. And if you like, ask no, me, no, like, yeah, if there yeah, was yeah, one yeah. here, I don't give a shit who the fuck it is. It could be somebody that I like. It could be fucking Hitler. I don't give a shit. I would also want it torn down. I don't worship these people. You know, maybe if you want to put up one of like Rosie Perez yeah, or something. It's some so bullshit. funny the Democrats don't <laughs> march on uh, the, the Lincoln Memorial that much yeah. anymore. I would rather but, have those statues, though, than any corporate advertisement oh, well, or oh, yeah. anything well, like that. Well, that's just that. it. I think those should be torn down as well. Yeah. Those should be torn yeah. down first. And I'd rather yeah. have all that to see than yeah. to see Rosie Perez. I just want to be able to live in the place that I live with, other human beings that I live with, and not have some sort of a fucking The problem is too many of us. And I mean, it's, and it's not going to stop. And it is what it is. And it's hard to care for more than you can actually care for. Yeah. yeah. Gentlemen, I think it's time that we uh, wrap things up. Yeah. So- Everyone out there, I would like for you. I would like to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a five star review. Check us out on YouTube and Rumble. Make sure that you like, comment, share, and hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of our content. Please follow us on social media. We are at Loud and Drunk on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you enjoyed this special podcast, because we are trying to you know tinker and do a you know a couple different themed a little podcasts. diversification. Yeah. 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 Just to see, like, if we can find, like, a nice little niche here and there, uh, then become a Loud and Drunk supporter at loudanddrunk.locals.com and patreon.com slash loudanddrunk because some of these niche ones that we're thinking about doing, they will land there. And and in and, and, and full honesty, please engage with us in whatever way you want to. Like, any input is good. We are here. Like, we are what we're going to do what we're going to do. There's no like, dumb questions, just yeah. dumb people. No, yeah. just dumb, 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 dumbs. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> oh, um, is that us? Oh, that is shit. us, yeah. yeah. Damn it. But, like, we're here. We're going to keep doing this, whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah because we find it strangely <laughs> enjoyable. It yeah. is bizarre why we punish ourselves yeah. in this yeah. way. So, with all that in mind, uh, Justin, do you have any closing thoughts? Be a free thinker, weigh everything, and just do the best for you and yours. Pete? Closing thoughts? The next time that you find yourself wherever you live, in your neighborhood, uh, and you're tearing down a statue, afterwards, when you need to treat that gunshot wound, remember, Caltagirone underground surgery. (laughs) 
They will take care of you lickety split. Best in town, serving the entire tri-state area. So, for Justin and Pete, Moses, feel better, my friend. Yeah, please. I'm Dan. Everyone be good to each other. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Loud and Drunk. Yeah! Woo!